morning, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Guess what? I'm home. I'm back. It's a scary thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was very interesting. We had a little turbulence over the Atlantic Ocean, and uh, which made life just wonderful, to say the least. <laughs> I did. I got upgraded to business class coming home. I was so that was that was lovely. I had this huge seat and I could stretch my legs out and I had my own video screen and the food I ate came with real china and real um yeah and real real you know um, other stuff and uh they can't hear you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix that. I just have to find a way to close, close up screens and do whatever. Yeah. All right, here we go. And you're having right. a, um, it's taking you a little bit to to get back into things, Pam. Suffering oh. a little bit from jet lag. I am, I am. Um, I we. Uh, Christian Grey is not behind the upgrade. Well, I wish there was a Christmas Christian Grey behind the upgrade. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I would have loved yeah. it. I would have loved it. But no. Um, I, uh, uh, it was just, a, it was just a, a nice little treat to be uh, pampered. Yes. Offered the hot cloth when you sit down. I had a glass of champagne. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. Two Bloody Marys. (laughs) Oh, that's even better. Absolutely. Oh dear. That's great. It was good, but it's it's nice to be home. Just got to catch up, and uh, I've got a house that looks like a bomb hit it because you know, God forbid, anybody should take a vacuum out. Oh dear! So no fairies, Pam. No, no fairies. No. <laughs> Never mind. No, no little elves to help out or anything like that. <laughs> no, no. So. And hello, lovely ladies, Betty's, Leslie, Susie. Great to see you. And I'm uh, looking forward to um, hearing the uh, the podcast today at eleven o'clock. Uh, the podcast of hope that's got uh, Noches Influencia involved, and uh, I think um, SR is going to be on the podcast, and um, Samia and Betty, and it, it's just going to be a it's lot. It's going to be a biggie. It's going to be a biggie. It's going to be a big one. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm looking forward to listening to that today. And it's we absolutely for a good cause. Absolutely, and they need you know, it. They need it. To help support in, Puerto Rico and Mexico from the that's hurricane right. and earthquake relief, yes. you know, send message, good messages over. But also, yes. um, if if anybody wants to uh, give, um, Lynn Manuel uh, has started a HispanicFederation.org, and you can make donations, and it goes directly to either Puerto Rico or to Mexico for the for relief mm. of that. So that's, that's great news. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, we have uh, G- 
Gabriel's series is going to be having a very uh, uh, a wedding podcast pretty soon, I Ooh, think, which should be wonderful. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. sounds like someone's going to be having fun in Assisi. Uh-huh. And then we have, uh, you know, Trilogia de Gabriel will be on, and uh, later today with El Inferno de Gabriel, Noites in Valencia, uh, they're going to be doing Gabriel's Rapture in Portuguese. And mm-hmm. uh, Canal SR, of course, has their vlog site on YouTube. And uh, I haven't heard about SR's Donna Radio. I know that they were having a little problem with it last week, so hopefully they'll be up soon. The Man in the Black Suit. Um, I understand that uh, pre-orders will, the, the, uh, are going to be announced soon. So that'll be good. So I'm looking forward to that. That's a January. Yeah. Uh, or December. And then we have uh, What the Heart Wants is still uh, out on Amazon for available for sale. And Musings will be available uh, until December. And again, that's helping the uh, Philadelphia Covenant House in the, in the memory of Terry the Nurse. So lots of stuff happening. Lovely. Yes. Lots of good stuff um, happening. And I have my own little announcement to make. Okay. Um, when we come to the end of the Roman, um, I'm going to be putting down my um, my headphones as a uh, a podcaster. So, um, but having said that, look, you know, I've I've had a wonderful time doing this um, with you and Dana over the last what nearly three years, I guess, or yeah. two and a half years. Yeah. Um, and look, it's been an incredible experience. Um, and, you know, I, I don't um, want to leave you um, on your own. So, you know, over the next couple of months, I'd like to be able to, um, you know, let, let's hope we can find someone else that can that can help you, Pam. Okay. Um, and because, you know, um, I know that there's lots of uh, passionate uh, readers out there that, that love SR um, just as much as, as we all do. That's and true. um yeah and I, and I I would like to um, you know hand over my um, my role to somebody that you know hasn't been involved with um, you know with with anything actively with right. SR so right. um, you know I, I think I'd like to be able to share that love with somebody so um, you know over the oh. next couple of months, Let's let's have um, you know some people come and join our podcast, okay. and um, you know, and, and I think it would be a great way to you know just to say thank you to to everybody that's um, that has joined us as sure. we've been as we've gone through the Florentine series. So um, so yeah, so that that's my thoughts on on that, and you know, I'd like to be able to share that with others. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. And, and give somebody, you know, fresh, new, um, the chance to, to support you, Pam. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I know that um, I've also been speaking a little bit with SR about doing a podcast for The Man in the Black Suit. And uh, I would need to find a partner for that as well. But And he's given me the okay to yeah. do that. Um, mm. So that'll be good. But so, and I, you know, I enjoy doing the podcasts, and and because I'm sorry, you know, you, 
I'm happy for you because I know this is something you, you know, you're moving forward to. Um, but, you know, again, I'm, I'm sad that, you know, you're not going to be around to all the yeah. time to, you know, yeah. come back and Thank forth you. with. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, like I said, I, I, I think it would be nice to be able to pass that on to, you know, somebody else and, and share the love. Yes. You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that there's a lot to love there, a lot to love with the Roman and, and uh, yeah, you know, and, and exactly. at some point in time we can always go, I can always go back to the Prince and the other books in the Florentine series and we can go through them again. So that'll be fun. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's a lot of fun stuff going on coming up down the line with, with SR and, and I'm. I'm so looking forward to reading The Man in the Black Suit. And uh, when I was in Paris, I'd, I had emailed him just to get an idea of uh, places where that would be important to uh, um, Acacia and to Nicholas. And I was told about where Acacia lived uh, near the Sorbonne. And I, you know, of course, the George sank, and unfortunately, they would not allow me to take any pictures inside there. But oh, I always, really? yeah, I can always get them down off the down, download them off the uh, yeah. internet anyway. Um, and uh, you know, some other places that were important are, are important in the story. So watch yeah. for those, and you may have seen one or two. I may have snuck them in here and there while I was on my trip. But um, yeah. so that'll be fun. Um, so to get back to where we were, uh, I believe last week we were uh, dealing with uh, Ispatur Batali and the aftermath of what happened with him. Yeah. Um, which was, uh, you know, the phone call or the newspaper that Gabriel got. What the fuck? Yeah, that's uh, it. Hi, yours, baby girl. Sorry. Because um, she's sitting next to me reading Matilda, my great reader. Yes, wonderful. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, so, so they, you know, he's now he's trying to get everybody together and they're going to head to Logan Airport and just leave and go somewhere west. God mm-hmm. knows where. Mm. Um, we also, then we come back and... Uh, the you know we we see the the uh, prince and and uh, Gregor are are in his chambers and they're talking about what they're doing about uh, the security of you know how they can change the narrative of the story uh, and that stuff and I, I you know as you know I I did post a picture of where Ispator Batali would have been um, hanging. At the, uh, mm-hmm. was it the, the Loggia Delancia? De, and I, you know, I, I posted a couple pictures. SR told, mentioned in the Twitter feed that it was the right one and that he was hanging by a meat hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we have to, I, you, you get an idea of where they were and how he might have been. Yeah. So that's uh, where William and, is right at the moment, and also um, uh, Raven. So 
Mm. It was a big unraveling for for them last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. So, we uh, did you want to start on that chapter? Yes. Yep. So, chapter thirty-nine. So, if I was to name this chapter, I'd call it reassurance. So we're at home in William's villa and Raven walks into the library and overhears the last of the instructions William is giving Lucia and Ambrosio. He tells them to Geneva but only in dire circumstances and then he just dismisses them. So having asked what's in Geneva, William tells Raven his bank, (laughs) like everyone has one, but his bank, only, only William would have a bank, wouldn't he? Oh, yes. Oh, and, yes. The, <laughs> yeah. and the bank is called the Trivium. So um, taking her by the hands, he instructs, um, he instructs her that if she needs to flee the city, she must go to Via San Zanobi, number 33, and ask for Sarah. Raven acknowledges he's given her these instructions before and asks what's happened. William tells Raven of the newspaper article about the inspector's murder and how his personal notes around the theft of the Ephesi named both William and Raven as suspects. Horrified, Raven raises concerns that if the director of the Ephesi or Professor Urbano were to read that article, she may lose her position in the next restoration project. She loves life in Florence and her job at the Ephesi is important to her. William tells her that his intelligent network is spreading disinformation that will take the focus off them. He just needed a little time. Raven is worried that William is in danger of losing his principality. On one hand, there is the interest of the Curia, and on the other, a rogue vampire intent on bringing William down. Acknowledging Raven's concern, William tells her that they have the support of the Roman and their allies, Umbria and Venice. But if all the if but if all else fails, she knows how to escape the city with the aid of Sarah. Raven defiantly tells him she won't leave without him, and Raven reassures her she won't need to. If, um, if she won't need to, he knows who the traitor is. He just needs time to find him. William tells Raven that the Curia knows they have the support of the Roman and won't start a war, but he's adamant he must show the Curia and the world that his principality is firmly in his control. Raven reiterates she won't leave without without William. You can tell I've had a glass of wine, can't you? And, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I can't get the word out. And um, asks if Florence, if Florence falls, will he leave with her? Resting his rest, resting her head on his chest, he whispers to her to ask him when the time comes. And that is chapter thirty-nine. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, William's a little little stretched at the moment yes i think he might be i think he might be between his love beloved beloved um florence Mm -hmm. 
and his beloved Casita. Yes. And, mm. uh, you know, that's got to be a, a hard place to be. <laughs> yes. So, because of that, um, he go he takes takes out goes out for a while. Uh, he the, he's going to stand on the rooftop at the center of the sitting and he's sitting and he's biding his time. Uh, he's he knew that Eber was either was was somewhere around close by, God knows where, but we're gonna find out. I hope. <laughs> and he also knew that Ava would know where he was. So the prince tracked Ava over the uh, over the the night and followed her to an abandoned building. Uh, when he gets there, he realizes it's just a few steps down from a church. So at least the you know the energy of the the church that's supposed to deter vampires will be known, but not enough to to uh, just enough to make them uncomfortable to not go there. Um, Ava was ready to feed and she had a very pretty young man with her. Lucky Ava. <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> Poor man. Uh, <laughs> he had taken care to uh, uh, William had taken care to tamp down his wrath and uh, he uh, also knew that Ava liked to play with her food so he you know he was waiting a little bit um she had given her her blood to raid avon's sister but he also knew that she how ambitious she was and uh she he knew that she'd bet it down with ebert in hopes that they could overthrow the city uh when he was confident the time was ripe, he climbed down from the roof and goes crashing into the bedroom I mean, I don't know about you, but if you've ever been caught by anybody's parent, child, whatever, you know how that can be. But, but we won't go there. Uh, Ava was uh, sitting astride her lover, and her red hair was streaming down around her back. Uh, she had her head turned to the the prince with with a expression of horror. I was like, what the? What the? <laughs> and because I have cute little way. ears sitting beside me, yeah. I won't yes. say what. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the the young man started to speak to her and she's like, she, she tells him to shut his mouth if she wants to live. And he he then looks at the prince and like what's what's the meaning of this so I, the the prince is trying to tell her to you know to not go too far with her questioning and uh saying that she is not the offended party and she simply replied that his presence was always welcome but she was simply surprised so he pulled her green velvet gown and threw it at her saying you know it's time to get yourself together here and uh, then the pretty young man wants to know what's going on. And uh, he tells her to silence his pet. Um, or he will. So she tells the guy that he has to leave. 
And the guy's like, well, why can't you leave? I mean, <laughs> having been in a position where you walk in on somebody that's not supposed to be there, it's, um, you know, you, you, it's very aggravating and upsetting. I can, I, I'll tell you, that's from, <laughs> from the book that I'm supposed to be writing at some point in time about a <laughs> certain hockey player. Um Anyhow, uh, he, he, you know, the guy's like, why doesn't he leave? And, you know, so we, it goes back and forth. And then as if nothing is, has occurred, she slid to the, uh, slid off the uh, bed and stood, arranging her dress and uh, apologizing to, to William. And uh, how she wanted to know how she could serve him. Uh, he wanted to know where. William wanted to know where Abra was. She didn't know. She thought, yeah, he's like, oh, he's probably in the Basque country. And uh, she shrieked, and, and she, all of a sudden, the prince grabs her, grabs his dagger, and cuts her hair. Slice! <laughs> and, oh, uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and she shrieked, and she she clutched her scalp because she was uh, a sudden pain had shot through her, and, and he wanted to know what she was doing. So he decides to throw these beautiful red curls that she has on the floor. Now, I wouldn't want to have a haircut where my hair is halfway down my back on one side and maybe up to my neck on oh, the other side. That no. would not be a good thing. <laughs> and so she was uh, a little bit taken back by that. In the meantime, William's asking, where is Ibra? Um, and she said, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a couple days. And then the prince is like, ah, so you know that you've seen him. And, and uh, did you know what he was going to do to the, the policeman at the Loggia de Lanzi? And uh, she's like, no. He wants his revenge, though. Uh, but I thought he'd, he'd caught he'd be caught by now and Gregor came close to catching him a couple times uh Ava scowled and she says well you know you've you he, he you know you he, he she could have told him where she was he was and she Ava's like well have me execute it cut the bitch cut her hair that's a good thing <laughs> <laughs> right off mm -hmm. poor Sammy right she, off getting ready for the podcast next and it's like cut the bitch and he did <laughs> he did exactly that's right and then oh, she dear. then william wanted to know where where she was seen last um and she's like you know i'm not gonna tell you i'm gonna be executed if i tell you no matter what and william says you know you betrayed me you're already dead um then she's, you know, telling, saying, you know, will you go find Eber? I'm not going to bother. Um, the prince then reminded her she wasn't in a relationship to argue. Um, and uh, just, she says, our relationship has been one large negotiation, which it has. I mean, you know, after all, all she's ever wanted was to be part of that, to be his mm -hmm. consort, whatever. Yes. Um, so she, he's... Uh, telling her that she's not in a position to, to negotiate her life with him. And um, he's, you know, figuring he's gone mad. Um, 
She said, you want Ebra, I want my head. I lead you to him, you rid the city of a madman, and I escape the sword. And we both get what we want. Uh, and he's like, you know, well, Mercy's like too much at this point, and in exchange for his death and her life, uh, uh, she'd agree to leave the city when he's dead. Uh, the prince noticed a slight tremor in her hand, because she's now showing her fear. And uh, wants, wants the promise from him. And he growled a response at her, and uh, she said, very well, lead me to Ibra, and I won't be the one to execute you. Uh, and Ava's, you know, not going to be taken in by him, and uh, promised his, promised me my life is what she's trying to set, say. Um, and uh, she said, uh, she lifted her skirt and stepped over her beautiful curls that are now on the floor and says, you've given me your word. And the prince glared at her coldly. How many promises have you kept? And that was chapter mm. 40. Mm. He's losing his patience with Ava. Uh-huh. Betty's hoping that Ava likes wigs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yes. wigs would be nice. Wigs would be nice. The bright red hair. And, uh, you know, what, what's concerned her is, like, it takes so long for their hair to grow. I know, yes. You know? Yes. Although, if she has it short on one side, if she found a good um, hairdresser, could probably fix her up mm. halfway decent. Oh, I was going to say, the hairdresser seeing the length of those beautiful curls laying on the floor would be... Uh, We'd be rubbing their hands together. Extensions, extensions. Exactly. Or locks mm. of love to give to yes. a cancer patient that has lost yes, their hair. Yes, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yes. Oh, Susie can't help but yes. feel sorry for her. And, and uh, Betty was in shock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the shocking stuff is coming soon, too. Mm. It's funny because when I was... Um, on the plane, you know, and, and my I, I got to a point where I just didn't want to deal with the bags because my suitcase had gotten, for whatever reason, had gotten very heavy. Mm. And I had gotten this little other roll away thing that I could put up in a bin or and keep things in. And I said, to heck with it. I'm just going to go on a plane, sit on a plane, and, and if my luggage arrives, it arrives. And if it doesn't arrive, well, then I'm SOL. And... Um, <laughs> So I, uh, I, I um, had my uh, my books that I took with me to read. One of them I did have the Roman in in Italy with me, and um, but another book that I was reading, and I they were now in the 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 hold of the plane with all the other luggage, and so I'm like, and they're telling you, well, you know, you really shouldn't be using your phone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. So I put it on airplane mode, and yep. um, I, I read to the end of the the Roman again. <laughs> mm -hmm. So just to pick up where. Oh dear! Very good, very good. Um, one gets the feeling we shouldn't be messing with William. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Uh, Betty said she uh -huh. could imagine this to be more painful to to Ava than having been beheaded. 
Yes. Well, everybody's every. I think every woman's crowning glory is their hair. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yes, Pam. We all, we all, we all love our hair, and when, and, uh, when mm. it's not going in the directions that we want it to go to, it's my head. Hair on my own head. <laughs> it is yes. a problem. It is a problem. That's true. Oh dear, but oh gosh, oh, at the, at this point, I'm getting really um, frustrated um, for our two improbable lovers because um, things are just not going their way. No, they aren't, are they? And I think because no. well, I think William's focus is not really on the on the principality, and and uh, I think that's probably very hard on him but he, he you know he also needs to focus and protect um raven and mm. so i'm sure he's very torn and uh see what goes from there so yes yes betty it's says a lot, she has I, a love-hate relationship yeah. with her hair and she with her hair yes. she always cuts it when she's sad oh, yeah I, I always try to do something different with my hair when i'm sad mm -hmm. i used to wear my hair short not incredibly short but short mm -hmm. and I remember um, after my husband passed away I'm like I'm growing it out I'm growing it mm -hmm. out so for like six months my hair was like five different lengths even with going to a hairdresser and having it trimmed and neatened up it was like five different lengths yes. and all over the place until it finally got to be where I wanted it to be mm -hmm. so. Oh dear! It's the one very and the one very very short haircut I ever got when I was a little. Mm -hmm. I was it was Patrick was I think two years old at the time and I was visiting my mom and my mom says oh well go see Bert she's good you know and I went and I said I just want to get it trimmed up and well it was so short. My husband, mm -hmm. I walked in to see my husband after the weekend, and he comes and he says, what the hell did you do? <laughs> oh, so, so I, it grows. It grows back. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, yes, yeah, so they're, they're really in a, uh, in a heap right now, and they're, they're, they're not having much fun, are they? No, they're not. Betty, you permed your hair? Yes. Yes. And, and it burnt. Never did I must that. My hair was too curly all the time. I'm, I must admit, I, I used to perm my hair too, Betty. Um, <laughs> you know, remember the 80s with the big hair, the big fringe, <laughs> like the mullet fringe and the big hair? I have one of those. New Jersey hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh dear, not anymore. But I did have it. Was all it was all hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. you know, my some people call it a bane of the existence. Some people don't. But I have curly hair, and it's not the nice ringlet type curls. Yes, that people get. It's more like a frizz. Oh, well, you've got lovely hair, Pam. You've got lovely curl well, thank, in your hair. Thank you. It's, uh, yes. A lot of that is trained. Yeah. Um, but if I just let People my hair go. People pay a lot go, of money for, for a bit of curl in their hair, Pam. Oh, I know that. But if I just let my yeah. hair go, go, it's like, uh, 
So, but, you know, and it, it bothers me. And especially, you know, coming into my teen years in the 60s, where, you know, it was long, pin straight hair. Yeah. Yeah. Was always, and, and you had to wear it like parted in the middle and off to the sides. And I remember, uh-huh. I think it was in fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade, I decided that because my hair wasn't doing that the way I liked it to. I was mm-hmm. going to cut my bangs at an angle so it would do that. And I did. Oh, <laughs> and my, yeah. mother, my mother was like, what did you do? <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. Well, Susie says she used to perm her hair too. She used to have the shaggy perm mm-hmm. with the loose waves. I was a little bit more adventurous, Susie. I went the spiral. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, so mine was the real tight little curls. Um, but they last a long time. Well, they, I, I'm sure they do. And uh, mm. Betty says she has to blow it dry in order to make it look presentable. Well, I don't blow my hair like because of the high humidity. She mentions I don't blow my hair dry in the, in when it's warm and humid because it, it doesn't let doesn't stay five minutes. Yeah, and I you know I I remember going through the straightening phase they uh yeah had come out with this product called uncurl and it had these beer bottle beer can size rollers that i literally you could fit across your hand and wear as a bracelet they were that that big um yeah that you would you put this solution in your my mother did it for me put the solution in your hair and it smelled awful and i had to sit there for a certain amount of time and then you had to use these huge rollers they gave you three yeah. of them to <laughs> help straighten it out. And yeah. it looked fine the day it was done, but as soon as you go to wash your hair again, it was just a mess. Yeah. And yeah. for many years, for men, all through high school, I would sleep in rollers. Yeah. It, how I did that now, I have no yes. idea. I tried one exactly. time a number of years ago, and I'm like, how the hell did I do this? Do that, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. So, and, you know, my hair's too short to have a decent-looking ponytail, um, so I'll put it up in, a, like, a clip or something now when it's really humid. But even mm-hmm. then, if I'm driving, the clip hits the back of the seat in such a way that it's uncomfortable, so I don't bother with it. So now mm-hmm. I just grin and bear it, and this is my hair, and this is the way I deal with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, go from there. So once it gets... And yeah. I also, my hairdresser introduced me to sea spray which is like a salt water spray you can put in your hair to give you that beachy look and that helps oh, <laughs> very good mm-hmm. ah, that's good Pam mm-hmm. gotta do what you gotta do exactly yeah so yeah so uh, William and Raven are you know fighting time to do what they gotta do and yeah uh, I think as of next week, we're going to start getting into the real gritty, the hard stuff. Yeah. I have my work cut out for me next for this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. I, I, I must admit, I, I found the Roman quite a hard read. Um, did you? I did. Because, you know, all up to about now... It, you're feeling the anxiety for them to just, you know, just to have a bit of peace and be able to and, and yeah, be and together. enjoy each other, yeah. 
Yeah, and they just haven't had that at all. No. No, because they they went from having a a somewhat contested relationship in the beginning mm-hmm. when when she was when William was trying to get her to leave uh, Florence and then they they get together and she professes his love for him and he's like I can't love you and then we go to the hanky time <laughs> mm-hmm. that's it yeah and and now they're you not- know just yes. when you think they're they're gonna have some time to really just explore and enjoy each other something comes along so. yeah well that that's about when we found out that father Kavanaugh was uh you know a part of the curia that's true you know that's true so and then so it sort Susie, of all went downhill for them from there so Susie wants to know when we'll get the hankies out uh, again yeah I do too I do too and the ones that I found in Rome or in Florence have to be washed multiple times because <laughs> oh, <it's>, <laughs> the, the, the piazza was very crowded that day those days was it bad oh yeah. my gosh yes. Uh, yes, yes the only day it wasn't really crowded was Monday and that's because the um, museums are closed on Monday don't don't play with that. Okay. And uh, so that's. Uh, yeah. But we will have hanky time coming up. I hope. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I think the uh, the next hanky um, time might be for a bit of a different reason though. But um, yeah, I'm sure we've got. I'm sure we've got more hanky times coming up. I hope so. I hope so. They need mm. it. Mm. And uh, she's. Uh, Betty's hoping that she hopes that they don't have to be used to uh, dry tears instead of something. Yeah, else. yeah. We will see what happens. Mm. We'll see what happens. So. In any event, so I know that Betty, um, I know you're involved in this uh, next podcast, and I know that uh, a few of us want to get into on it to listen to it too and uh, offer our best wishes and hopes and for um you know lily and the people of puerto rico and of course the people in mexico that went through the uh earthquake and also even now with the 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 fires out in california with what's going on there they've had quite a few people pass oh gosh Yes, and, that's uh, devastating yeah. too, Pat. Absolutely. Yeah. I, think I think the number went up to 35. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was actually seeing footage um, this morning and there's like streets, like, you know, consecutive streets. There was an aerial shot and there was mm-hmm. like four consecutive streets of like houses and they were all totally demolished, all burnt. Oh, I know, it's I know. Just, oh, horrible. Oh. They, on yeah. the news um, last night, they were talking to somebody, and um, this person was standing by a tree, had taken a, uh, a video right. of a tree that they were near, and yes. the tree was burning on the inside. It looked like something out of uh, Lord of the Rings. The tree wow. had, on, you know, the bark had holes in it, and you could see the yep. orange going inside the tree. The from, yes. From the far. <gasps> Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there were too many things back to back, Betty. Too many. The, yes. 
Um, and the other story about the Canadian-American family that were um, rescued from the Taliban. Mm. Oh, my goodness me. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's wonderful that they've been freed. Um, but, and oh, the, my goodness. You and know, the story those, those that's coming out is frightening. Family. The, yeah. Having a baby die and I think the wife was raped a couple of times. And it just, yeah. 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 So... Just hope that they get the the support that they need to to move forward and 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 live a normal life. You know, how do how do you come back from something so so, so terrible? Yeah, and I think they're gonna I think they're gonna stay in in Canada. I know that he's a Canadian citizen, and uh, so I think they may be standing there, staying there. Yes, for the time. Yeah. Um, Susie's just mentioned um, some fires that we had in Victoria just outside of Melbourne a few years ago um, and she's saying that the fires in America remind her of that particular fire that we had in Australia mm. um, and, and that was totally devastating. It, it basically wiped out a, a small country town um, wow. and there was people like they totally closed it all off because there was people that were incinerated in their cars trying to escape. Trying to escape. And, and I know Portugal yes. went through that this past uh, spring as well. And It's scary. Mm. It's scary. Yeah, so. absolutely. So let's get our messages of hope together ready, and uh, hopefully we can send out the positive vibes into the, the stratosphere. And Yeah, that's it. Hopefully things will change. change that's it. So... Alrighty, so we're I'm gonna I'm gonna end this here today if if nobody minds so that we can all get ready and go into uh, uh, the Noches Influencia podcast and enjoy their time. Uh, so I will. Uh, so we'll talk to you next week. Yes. And uh, you know. And we'll, uh, and hopefully we will have um, Mog and um, Mango joining us sometime soon in the coming weeks oh that would um, be fun now that now that you're back from your holiday pan oh yeah um because we wanted to catch up with them to talk about um yes about stud stud yeah from yes. using so so watch this space people we'll, yes watch that'll, this. that'll be fun it'll be a good time it will definitely yeah. be a good time so we will uh, speak all soon. Uh, we'll see you same Florentine time, same Florentine channel next week. And hopefully my jet lag will be totally gone by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Have a good one. Bye, everyone. We'll see you on the, on the other side.